Show us your tips. Progate Racing, Daggy and Beaver with you to look at Inglis Millennium, Millennium? Inglis Millennium Day from Randwick, as well as the supporting Caulfield card. Beaver, what's going on, mate? Oh, mate, just uh, reading the form, mowing the lawns, all that kind of stuff, mate. Living the dream. Preparing for the weekend. Yeah, yeah living the dream, if yeah. that's what you want to call it. Something like that. Um, hopefully, well, we're at Roundwick for a good card, a really good card, actually. Hopefully, I think something like uh, there's been one winner win off the rails in the last two and a half weeks or something in Sydney, so hopefully we don't see that again tomorrow. Uh, it was the same story at Kenzo on Wednesday, unfortunately, which put a lot of a lot of our stuff out of action. But um, Reggie Wood was a nice win, I suppose. Must be a horse to follow, just about. Uh, yeah, it was the only one that really come down the middle of the track. But yeah. uh, maybe that's something to do with the staying races. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it wound up quite nicely. It took a while to get going, but once it did, uh, hit the line pretty good. Mm. I think yeah, bias are probably a little bit less active in staying races, but. Uh, we head to Roundwick. We're going to try it again with the Rail True. It will be a good track by the day. I would suspect that there's a little bit of uh, drizzle around, but I don't think it's going to be too bad. Hopefully it helps it play all right. But we kick off with the uh, two-year-old Lonro plate over the 1,000. Uh, I tossed and turned is what to do here. Are you with or against Lady Laguna? Yeah, I stuck with it. I was a little bit the same as you. I tossed and turned and went back and tried to find... Um, something to beat it but I just thought uh its last start win was too good um and it's going to be on pace that that kind of leads me to thinking that um it might get its own way and be hard to beat yeah I've ended up putting on top as well it uh obviously romped in on the wet track there but I just I set out to get it beat and couldn't I thought the main danger was spacewalk stuck for wide on debut both trials either side of that run have been pretty good the blue colours there, but uh, Lady Laguna on top. We're interested to see what's actually under the bonnet, and I just couldn't really find anything away from it, which was a major major problem. So uh, that was the same as me. Yeah. Which uh, what have you made the two year old so far? Apart from Cool and Gatta, there's just not nothing jumping out for me. Oh, look, the, the thing that ran second to Cool and Gutter was was a, pushed it all the way. Um, it was a nice run, but that's you know they bet the rest by a country mile and. Yeah. Nothing's really jumped out of the ground um, at the moment to tell us anything different, but uh, plenty of time left before slipper. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into the real lead ups now. Race two, the highway. Anything here? No, no, I've, I've left this one alone. Um, keen to keen to see um, the participator how it goes, but uh, this is a pretty open race, and uh, yeah, uh, nothing for me. Race three is the midway over the mile, where I'd, I'd be keen here, actually. Uh, the French Emperor was a nice return. We were both we both had interests in it heading towards a derby, I believe it was last prep. Great form around, uh, or good three-year-old form. Resumed with a nice win at Kembla, and I think probably has a, f- if it lives up to my opinion, has a fair bit on this field, uh, especially because I started looking towards horses like Ice Crusher and... Trajection and horses like that. Otherwise, I thought, well, the up-and-comer lightly raced is easy to put on top. Uh, if I'm going to have a forgive there, pecuniary interest, you can forgive on the wet track failure uh, where it misses start in the listed race back here. May run well if track suits, but our French Emperor on top for me, Beaver. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm pretty keen on it as well. Um, if I go back to last preparation when it won its maiden, um, 
they took it to Goulburn, short price, uh, one very convincing there, uh, and then straight away stepped it up in some pretty good races. Um, Rose Hill, Randwick, uh, likes of head of state and Profonda, um, and acquitted itself quite nicely. First up was very good at uh, Kembla Grange. Once it let down, it was way too good for them. Um, had the inside barrier there. It's drawn wide here. That's probably the only thing uh, going against it and where it'll get to in running. But um, I think this might have a little bit on these. Hope so. Race four is a thousand meter benchmark ninety four. What have you done here? Good, good little race actually. It is a good little race here. Um, I've gone for the second favourite, Kalos, uh, from the coming stable. Uh, liked its first two runs uh, last preparation. Uh, Hawkesbury and then Flemington was pretty good. Um, slightly beating General Bowe, then was slightly disappointing uh, behind Home Affairs uh, in a pretty good. Pretty good race. I yep. think that was on Derby Day. Um, it was Group One, yeah. Yeah, it was a Group One. Uh, it wasn't asked to do much in its trial and was only a couple of lengths off Lost and Running, which we know how good it is. I think the one gate suits here and uh, may just get the sit on Malkovich and go on by. So for me, Kalos, uh, hardest to beat. Uh, I'm not going to add much more. I agree. I agree with everything you've said. I like the trial just uh, quite long behind Lost and Running. Uh, I like the way it, yeah, it blew them away fresh up down in Melbourne last time uh, against some okay horses and then went to the, the Coolmore, as we discussed. So on top for me as well, I think it's a fair enough bet and happy to take on Malkovich uh, and uh, your wisdom water I'm I'm not interested in. Race five, the mile. It's got to give it, it's got to give it five just before you move on. Yeah. It's got to give the, Malkovich has given Carlos five and a half kilos. Mm. Uh, that's a good pull in the weights for me. Uh, according to the, the racing, the better barrier. Yes, racing New South Wales map has it leaders back as well, which is great. And uh, mm. Hugh Bowman is riding as well as he has in probably twelve months at the moment. He's on fire. So lots of ticks for Kalos. Uh, let's hope it's good enough because I do have a slight concern over the over the three year olds. But uh, race five is the mile benchmark seventy eight, where I end up hating. All the form here, so I went away from the Sydney form and looked at through Irish eyes. Uh, I know it's probably looking for a little bit longer, but uh, went competed in some pretty good stuff there down in uh, in Melbourne, and a nice fresh trial at Gosford uh, against a couple of okay horses. So showed a bit of freshness for this. I think can give you a bit of a sight. What price is it actually? Just bring my prices up. Five fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Happy to probably happy to be with that. I thought if I was going to look away from it, maybe Mister G at double figures. But I was just uh, I just decided to put a big pen through all the racing form, all the rate currently in work horses. Otherwise, what have you done? I mean, I could almost repeat your word for word. I, I thought exactly the same. Um, to be honest, uh, looking through the field here, I, I, look, it was you know. The form that you're looking at was hard to really get a line on. These are pretty inconsistent horses that pop up every now and then. As you said, through Irish eyes is probably, I would expect looking for further, but 1600 could be spot on for it first up. Um, it's got McDonald aboard and Ma Houston as well. We just know how good they are at uh, getting these horses ready. So uh, if there's any chinks in the armours here, which I suspect there are, this one could be getting home too well for them. I like it. Uh, in agreeance for the last couple of races, we had to race six. The feature on the card, the million, was it $2 million? $2 million Inglis Millennium. 
restricted listed race. A uh, couple of the couple lead in market. Well, what have you done here, Beaver? This is a thick field. Uh, I didn't, to be honest, wasn't interested in the Canterbury lead up, and I'm still a bit unsure about the Sajardin form. What have you done? Yeah, this is this is one of the hardest races I think I've ever done the form for and tried to line up uh, because they've all got uh, pretty solid form um, and some even around each other uh, where they finished first, second, uh, second, first or third. Um, so, yeah, look, a really difficult race. I settled on Paris Dior. Um, just, just with natural improvement there, I thought its first up run was pretty good and then it at Warwick Farm and then come out and killed him at, um, at Canterbury. And I think there's some natural improvement there. It'll, it'll go forward uh, from, the, from the gate um, and just try and get in somewhere there. So I, I liked it, uh, but I didn't rule out um, some others at odds that I thought I'd, I was pretty keen to play with, around as well, which was Extravagant Star from the McAvoy stable. I thought its first up run was uh, was quite nice at Geelong, um, stuck on really well there after leading, so and was well fancied in the market. And Emperor, um, yep. I thought it resumed really nicely at Randwick uh, against Plimstock and was well, was in the market as well. Um, and prior to that, was pretty good in its first prep um, behind Sajardin and Zambezi River ran third. And so it won't have to have proved a lot to be right in the finish as well. Oh, yeah, I've gone outside the market. I've got Calgary Stampede on top. Uh, nice debut win. Uh, had a little bit of a smother in, in one night well enough there. Then was stuck outside lead in the nursery and, and was quite brave and nabbed late by uh, El Padrino. Trial since in its 20s. Happy to find out because I, I just didn't had an icky feeling of yeah. a Canterbury lead up into a, a feet, you know, a two-year-old feature but uh i've been wrong before uh cabrix and you've got to then obviously pay respect to el padrino who beat it who did have the cold sit on it um thought calgary had a much tougher run and was pretty good uh, i like what you said about emperor around the 20s again is one that i'll be looking at and maybe sajardin is good and i'm just underrating it but uh, i'd gone outside the market there and happy to take my chances it's not like there's a at the time a profiteer or someone stamping this race like there has been the last few years Race 7 kicks off the quaddy, benchmark 78 over the 1,300 metres, where uh, my best of day comes up here. I like the resumption of joviality here, and uh, J-Mac goes on for whoever wrote it first up. I just didn't write down. It was, in fact, J-Mac, so J-Mac sticks. Uh, but uh, had a little bit of, I've had enough of Saigon by now. Uh, definitely had enough of Steel Diamond by now. And I thought the main danger was Van Giz, who came off the rails on the rails day last week and then got beaten by the horse going up the rails. Uh, seven day back up here, puts it in the game, but seven from three for me. Yeah, I stuck with Joviality as well. I'm hoping it's back to its best. Um, uh, did have some good form prior to last couple of preps um, and then went off the boil a bit and uh, showed its back to some of its hopefully form that it produced uh, many starts ago and to run that close to rule of law. If rule of law was in this, it'd be odds on. Yep. Um, so if joviality can uh, produce anything like we know it can, it should take care of these. 
Race 8 is the 1,200-metre Group 3 Eskimo Prince Stakes, where we see a lot of the headline three-year-olds resuming. A little bit of a feel that maybe none of them are any good, starting to get, but uh, what have you done with this race? Uh, Paul Eel um, is one of the one of my favourite horses. Uh, just think it just think it goes good. Uh, was outstanding last preparation. Probably should have won the two races that it ran second um, off leader bias tracks or just a bit not great luck in running. Um, its last run before it was put out its spell just uh, didn't go. It's in the at, down at Flemington. Um, I expect it to be fresh and uh, well prepared for this. Um, gate five's perfect. Uh, super hard to beat. Yeah, on top of me, uh, you've covered off pretty well. End of prep run, perhaps in the Coolmore. Till then was only beaten by uh, track bias. So happy to have it on top. And uh, yeah, two horses to watch. How's my sound? Is that all right? Just sounds like you know. Yeah, it's good. Yep, no, no worries. Uh, two, well... Second market converge trialed quite well, and I had a couple of looks at Mauta, who has been scratched as of four o'clock this afternoon. So, oh, yesterday, actually. Uh, so, yeah, Paulie on top, uh, easy for me to back, actually. I'll... It's in the net, it's in the Mauta's next, mate. That's, next. Why. that's right, that's what I was thinking of. Alrighty, yeah, Paulie all hard to beat. The benchmark seven eight twelve hundred meters, where I had a couple of looks at Mountai as advertised, but our solo impact on top for me here, where I really liked the way it um, was able to sit back and charge through the line. We've seen it sort of get away on pace the last few times, but really nice resumption. I assume gate two means it's going to be a lot closer, and who's going to beat it? Is uh, uh, Mountai is the only danger? But uh, I thought this was an easy bet for me to have as well. What have you done? Hundred uh, percent. Same, same analysis as you, mate. I think this uh, jumps well. Sits, sits close enough to the pace, and uh, it's too good there in the straight. Uh, probably one of the better bets on the card for me. Very good. In a lot of agreements on Saturday, Beaver. So hopefully we're making a lot of money. Uh, let's wrap up the day with the mile benchmark hundred. I believe it is. That's handicap. Uh, the lead-up is the listed race from a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if it gave us too many answers here. What have you made of it? Yeah, I've, I've settled on Frosty Rocks uh, with Jamie Carr aboard. Uh, I think it gets control here. I think it can uh, control the pace. I think third up now, um, it gets to peak fitness. Uh, 1,600 will suit. It'll be able to control the pace. Um, and if it has nobody attacking it, then I think it can get away and uh, hold them off in the last 100. Do you get concerned when you've got so many Waller runners that one of them won't go forward? And oh, I suppose only two. It's not as bad as usual. Mm. Um, no, fair enough. Fair enough, too. Uh, what, uh, Bjorn in the last. I have gone to Waller, though. I've gone to no compromise on top. like the way it did have the rail in its favour when it did charge through the line, but it was fastest. I think it was fastest last 200 of the race last time in the lead-up. get goes from Alicia Collett to J-Mac and drawn for a nice blending draws around $11 this afternoon. And I thought Mighty Bill was a danger, has been flying. You know, it's honest. Trial since uh, over the month off and I assume resumes for this. They are the two for me in the last uh, take on Bjorn there. Uh, should I do the Sydney Quaddy? 
Or do you want to have a crack at it? You can do the Sydney Quaddy, mate. Thank you. It's all yours. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, the Sydney Quaddy on English Millennium Day, I'm going to go with three and seven in the first leg. That's Van Giz and Joviality. Second leg, I'm going to go with two Converge, four Paulili. And that'll do me. Yeah, that'll do me. Nice and skinny so far. Race nine, I'm going to go with... 13 Silent Impact, 10 Maotai, and I'll throw 7 So Army in just for some cover there. And we'll finish with 2 Purple Sector, 3 Lumin, 4 Frosty Rocks, 6 Mighty Beal, 7 Steely, 8 Through the Cracks, 10 No Compromise, and 12 Lakeen just because it's a pest. So nice and skinny and we'll come home with most of the field in the last. Hopefully we're still alive. Uh, for progress racing again, your best in value, Beaver. Yeah, my value bet comes up in race ten, number four, Frosty Rocks, and my best bet comes up in race nine, number thirteen, Silent Impact. I like it. Uh, I actually had my best as French Emperor, so there you go in the midway, according to my notes. But uh, I do think Jovial is hard to beat, and my value is no compromise in the last as well. Uh, let's head to Caulfield, where at least half the card isn't as interesting as Randwick was. Uh, the rail is in the 9 metre mark. Good track. We'll just keep an eye out for any on-pace stuff there at Caulfield. But it's been Caulfield's been quite good for a long time now. So we'll see how we go with the start of the day, a bunch of benchmark 70s, starting with a 1,400 metre one. Uh, do you want to lead us away here? Yeah, I've gone for the favourite here, um, Manoush. Uh, I think it was scratched uh, yesterday yes. to run on Saturday. Uh, that's a good pointer for me. Damien Oliver aboard. Uh, two starts back, one in Sydney, now down into Caulfield where it ran well last start. Um, so it can handle the track and I think it'll be hard to beat. Yeah, on top for me, I thought the main danger at odds was Mingora who's put a couple together now, I know, in much weaker company, but uh, they've both been stylish enough. But uh, Manoush on top in race one. Race two, 1,800 metre, benchmark 70. Much less interest here. Did you like the favourite or are you are you looking at something else? I looked away from the favourite. I was a bit worried about the price. And then um, I kind of came back to it purely off the fact that um, – it gets out to that extra 400 metres now to the 1800, up from the 1400, and it flew home last start. Uh, it was drawn wide um, and stormed home, and its form in uh, Great Britain uh, was pretty good. Uh, so I think it will be certainly one of the hardest to beat in this. You know, when I looked for something to beat it, Hasseltoff was disappointing last start. Irish Butterfly, same, finding it hard to win. I thought Flanders' rain could be um, a danger if it got back to uh, some of the form it showed last preparation and now it's third up could be the could be the main danger. But, um, yeah, based on last run and uh, its previous form worthily for me, maybe the price is okay. Maybe, because the more I think about this, the more the rest of the form or hasn't been formed for a, a, probably two preparations or that derby, like Flanders' rain, science still deliver. You know, go round and round. Uh, I yeah, by default probably on top, but I don't like the price for Worthily Perennial. Uh, has always been one of mine. Out to eight hundred meters suits, but um, I don't really want to talk about this race too much longer. Uh, 
don't really want to talk about this next one either. 2,400 metre benchmark 78. Uh, I struggled to line these up. Uh, but I sort of ended up with Dirty Deeds on top, just honest, and with Linda Mitchell probably roll forward, but um, struggled to really line up a lot of these. Beaver, did you have any better clarity? No, I think that's about right, mate. But I went from this 500. Um, last start was good. Um, had a nice run in transit and put its best, you know, been okay, um, better than average, and then uh, put in its best run last start. I think it's the, the track suits and could get from this draw, get the right run in transit. And around the double-figure odds, I thought it was um, some nice value. Yep, fair call. Uh, race four is a thousand meter chairman's group race for the two year olds, where I have gone with the race form of Renoso. Two nice runs against uh, Brereton, and you know, first time was beaten by Kiki Express, but two impressive runs to date. Uh, and if I'm looking at exposed form, that was the way I went. But with a couple unraced and uh, maybe a trick or two up someone's sleeve, no real confidence. Have you got any more? Confidence than I? Yeah, I went the same way. I went for Renosu. Um, same reasons uh, you pointed there. A bit of money for it now as well, which is a good pointer. I thought the main danger was equivocal. Um, if there is one here, uh, I thought it could uh, maybe push the favourite, but uh, favourite on top for me. Race five is the uh, Group 3 Manfred for the 1200, uh, over the 1200 metres for the three year olds. Paul Lele will come out and take out. Probably 30-odd percent of the market with it. Uh, I have ended up with Generation on top uh, off the win at Mooney Valley. A couple of nice jump outs leading up to this. And we'll roll forward from that gate and be pretty close to on pace. Uh, anyone that follows the show knows we've got a bit of opinion of Marine One. And uh, I've seen a bit of a sprue crown lately for Zethus as well, who's 30s and... Might be a sneaky blue colour chance here. What have you done? Yeah, I've stuck with Marine One. I think it gets the right draw here. Chased home in the boat last start. Uh, in the boat since come out and won. And it was only just beat by in the boat. And in the boat come out last start and absolutely super. killed him. Yeah. Um, was super again. So I think anything running uh, to within, you know, a long neck to uh, in the boat is going well. Um, this horse has a number of wins under its belt. It's still learning. It's still a bit green, but um, uh, I think it can win this race uh, with the right run. Race six kicks off the quaddy. Benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres. And, uh, well, help me out here. Yeah, tricky race again. Uh, open race. Uh, I've stuck with groovy kind of love. Um it's formed this preparation's been pretty good. Um, probably should have won first up um, and then came out after that and won fairly convincingly at Ballarat by three and a half lengths. Uh, slightly disappointing when it went to uh, Flemington, but then Packenham last start probably should have won that um, as well. Didn't have much luck in running there uh, and was only just beaten by under my spell, which I think is also in, in this race. Yeah. It is. Um so I think you can turn the tables on it, and I've like Groovy kind of love. I um, I've gone with under my spell. The horse that beat it actually to run this prep have all been pretty good. The win there, then uh, just missed by an American Angel. Then not far off Dark Dream, 
and Somerset Morn, which is reads okay coming back to the girls' grade, but no real confidence here. Galgani was a nice enough resumption. Uh, so, yeah, two for me on top, but uh, not a race I'm going to be diving headlong into. Race seven is the 1,800-metre benchmark 100 on the card. I've gone with a Sydney form here, a Desert Icon coming down after just missing at Randwick. Uh, I think can roll forward and give you a decent sight. And I just didn't know how to line half of these field up or half the field aren't going that good. And then the only decision was whether Ho-Ho Khan, you take last week's win on face value, or you decide the rest of the race is no good, which either way, I was happy to look for a different form, which is the way I went. Uh, criminal code to go on my quaddy. What have you done? I've gone the ho ho ho. It's a nice ho ho Khan with Talia Hope. <laughs> um, so lots of hoes that ho hoes there. Um, yeah, I think uh, it can be really hard to beat. Uh, I don't think it's run two starts back in Sydney was as bad as it looks. Um, had a tricky gate that day, um, and then came out last start and won really well um, down at Geelong. I think it. Uh, not Geelong at Caulfield, uh, trialed well at Geelong. Um, I think it can, can come out and run a really good race again and uh, thought around the $6 mark was a good price. So for me, ho-ho, Khan on top. Cool. Race eight, the benchmark 78, 1,100 metres. I, well, are you putting the garden on top here? No, I'm not. Okay, what have you done? Yeah, I was a bit concerned about the garden. I thought um, first up, gate 14, I was just trying to work out where it's going to get to in running and if it, if it gets in. Uh, mm. I think it does run its best races from in front and I'm a bit worried that it may have to be used up a little bit here from gate 14 um, and they may take it on a bit. Um, and for that reason, I've settled on evening uh, glory. I thought it's first up run at Caulfield and... Um, was pretty good, uh, sat off them and uh, only just got pit by scorched earth, uh, which I think was a good run. And then last time in prep, uh, last prep in, um, was pretty consistent behind some, in some decent races. It ran two and a half lengths behind Elephant um, at Caulfield back in August. Um, so I think that kind of form is fairly consistent and can sort of put it in for, uh, uh, as a big chance in a race like this. Yeah, I'm be worried about it now because I um, passed it the first time around. But you make a good point. Uh, I I did put the garden on top with reservations, which is probably why you might even get five bucks in a day. But is a likely race yeah, consistent horse uh, track pattern will come into play here as well. I thought the two the two outside well the two at odds that interest me um, with those concerns was Fast Coney coming down from Sydney. Uh, mm. No luck last time. I think a race like this fits pretty well for it. And the kind of draw, and uh, I thought the same, you know. And I looked at Fast Coney, and I wanted, to, I wanted to find a spot for it, and then I just kept going back and going, oh, it just never wins. Yeah, I know, I know. So, but he he has a habit of just sending them to Melbourne at the right time to find out, uh, like getting one that's out right. of the way. So that's why I had talked myself in there, and it's just the sort of race that Zorro's dream will pop up and win in just to annoy me. So. I'll, I'll have a saver on it at the 20s. It'll be, uh, I think, $5. You can get an each-way price on the garden, though. I think it'll run well. But you've made a really good case for Evening Glory, and I'll make sure to include it in what I do now. 
We wrap up the day with the 78s. We probably don't need to talk too much about this. Tuvalu is a good horse. It won like a good horse resuming. It will roll forward and uh, hopefully win like a good horse again. And I think we'll see it go into some bigger and better things. Uh, do you have a different opinion at all? Okay, mate. That's exactly the one I'm looking at it, mate. Cool. That makes that race nice and easy because uh, my best of the day is Tuvalu. Uh, and before I get to your quaddie, so I don't forget, but my value on the card, uh, I'll, I'll make it the two in that in the eighth there that I mentioned, Zorro's Dream and Fast Coney, if you want one to play at a price. Uh, your, give us your quaddie and then your best in value. I'll give you my value thing yeah, first. first. Yep. So my value bet is race three, number nine, Miss 500, uh, around the double-figure odds in race three. And my best is Tuvalu as well in race nine, number two. Uh, I think it'll be hard to beat. Uh, the quaddy was a tricky one, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but let's have a crack and see how we go. We'll go wide in a couple of legs and skinny. We'll be finishing off very skinny. Um, so my numbers are one, two, five, eight. And 10. Yep. In the second leg, we're going to go numbers one, two, three, and 10. In the third leg, we're going to go number two, number four, number seven, Number 11, number 13, and number 18. Cool. And in the last leg, we're just going to go straight out number two. Oh, very good. I like it. Uh, I think you've covered off pretty well there. I might, given I've given Jumbo Ozaki's, Jumbo Ozaki life, I might throw criminal code in instead. Uh, but... I've given it life too, but it's time I give it life. I don't oh, put yeah. in the quaddy and he right. goes, all right. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Exactly. So a bit of sanity in saving there. Uh, what have you got yeah. up north for us, Beaver? Anything up there? It looked tough to me. Mate, you're spot on it. It was very tough um, up at uh, Doondon. I didn't have a lot, but I did I did find a couple um, that were worth having a bit of a, a, a nudge at. Um, just, just find those for you. Uh, race three, number one, Axe. I think it can run. Uh, it's been racing in much better company than this, so I think it can come back to the winner's store here around the $5 mark. Um, should be hard to beat. Uh, then I liked race six, number 10, uh, Rich Lister, mm -hmm. which is resuming. Uh, again, about the $4.50, $5 mark. And then my other one was race seven, number five, Paladas, about $3. Yeah. Very good. I like a beaver. Good job. And uh, we will talk to everyone. Good luck tomorrow, punters, I should say, first of all. Check out progroupracing.com.au for all their free tips, extensive guides, plenty more. Subscribe, give them, and jump on their mailing list on their website so you get notified when this show comes out each and every week. Uh, good luck tomorrow, beaver. I will talk to you Tuesday yes. night for our midweek show. And uh, good punning, guys. Talk soon. Hello.